everybody, and welcome to the Sunny Sixties <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's 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 possible you might have caught us mid conversation, but uh, you know, um, I've got for the giggles. We, yeah, Rachel's got the giggles, which will probably soon turn to yawns because we're recording this for some absurd reason actually it's not an absurd reason i was out why are we recording it because i was i was out that's right so we're recording this quite late uh later than usual and it's all got a bit silly even though well i don't know i'm not drinking any booze are you guys drinking any booze not me not me okay so today's silliness is brought to you by the temperance society so make of that <laughs> what you will dear listeners um hello what show is this 102 yeah it is oh brilliant and i would like to describe this show as a magazine show we have uh, a, a, a number of short topics to discuss today uh, and uh, so yeah um which is as much of a surprise to us as it is to you guys because <laughs> it was a last minute thing that we had to um compile very quickly based upon a lot of experience and uh, the good news is is that all three of us are here so rach how are you Hey, Aid, I'm good, thank you. I'm actually sweltering up here in Liverpool. It's been so hot. Um, I, I mean, we very, very rarely get to see the sunshine, to be fair. So none of us are quite prepared for it when it arrives. Um, but it's been lovely. Uh, the The only thing that's been a slight issue is that they've shut off all the roads around my house because they're filming Danny Boyle's new film at the moment. And uh, so it's been interesting trying to navigate my way past lots of... Uh, uh, film trucks and things trying yeah. to just get home <laughs> so what's the movie <laughs> then do you know i'm not sure to be honest i don't know uh, but obviously they or they use liverpool a lot actually for um for filming in unsurprisingly um and a lot of it's because we have similar architecture to london and obviously it's much cheaper to film in liverpool and shut off whole roads and parts of the city than it is in london so um for example they use our um uh, eros um uh statue in the uh, in the park um instead of the one that's in in london and that kind of thing so i think this one is something yeah, that's a bit weird a... the one in london is in the middle of a really built up area and yours is in a yeah, park yeah yeah but uh i think it's just generally easier to get to for for us um so they tend to use that i think really when they're up here filming but yeah the uh the, the film i think is set sort of 60s or something and um Obviously, with me being just off Penny Lane, uh, I believe that must be something to do with the uh, the sixties music vibe, perhaps that they're they're trying to capture in that in that film. Mm. So yeah, there we go. That sounds That's... like a real hassle. Okay, so that was probably a glitchy edit you just heard there because we had some signal processing difficulties with our Northwestern correspondent, but she's back <laughs> in the room now. I, I am. Think. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I think good, excellent. Very glad to hear it. Um, the uh, so in in the absence uh, of you of Rachel for there were a few moments there, I was just starting to talk to Graham. But uh, Graham, how are you, buddy? I'm not too bad, thanks, dude. I'm a little bit weary today because I was at a wedding yesterday and I had to be up super early this morning to take um, my partner and her son to the airport because they're off on holiday for the week. Um, and I wasn't invited. I cannot <laughs> imagine why. It's very strange. But on the right side, I do get a week's holiday from them. So <laughs> I'm kind of, it sounds very mean because um, it is very mean. But I'm hoping that. But it's okay because they don't listen to the show. They're in Cyprus. She's literally never going to hear. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm really hoping I might get the chance to do some stuff like, I don't know, take some pictures this week because I've hardly had. Well, I've had no opportunity for 
the last couple of months really and i really really want to so i'm kind of hoping that might happen this week um, i've already fitted in some important video game playing time so things are looking good okay have, <laughs> have you managed to take any cheap shots challenge shots i know it's a little bit late for entries but uh... Uh, i have i got some film loaded up in my camera at the weekend and i haven't finished the roll yet but i will have it shot and ready by this weekend so you've got yours sent off and um developed them back haven't you Aid? no yeah 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 it's all right it's, it's done don't don't worry about yours but it's done yeah. and what, what about you Aid? uh cheap shots challenge what <laughs> that's about the extent of how far I've got with with actually shooting mine, um, and worryingly, my calendar tells me that it's the 29th of May today. So I know that's I not have... worrying. It is actually the 29th of May as we record the show. It doesn't yeah. go out to the 31st, but it is as we record it, the 29th. Yeah. Exactly. So that's uh, a thing. <laughs> You're all right. You've got a few days left. Yeah, right. You've yeah. got a few days left. We'll talk about the Cheap Shots Challenge stuff a bit more later because we've got a few emails that are coming from people Excellent. about it. But uh, yeah, you've got a few days left. Even if you're listening to this on the Thursday, you still have a couple of days left. Um, but you might want to like, really get your finger out now. Yeah. So what is the deadline? Let's do So is it? Is it... So the deadline is Saturday night. So that's the second, um, whatever time Saturday night is, 12 o'clock Saturday night. Um, uh, you know, and, um, and for those of you wading through there. the backlog, that's Saturday the 2nd of June 2018. Yes, yeah. I mean, if you want to send them in in 2020, that's fine, but they may not get judged. Well, we we do occasionally get emails from past shows, which are always good fun. <laughs> Yeah, and we have got a judge lined up as well, so that's all good. We're on that. Um, I'm very happy to say that um, coming back for the first time in a long time, we have got our good friend Eric, who uh, previously known as Load Film and Subdued Light on um, Instagram, and now known as a conspiracy of cartographers as his zines go by. Um, Eric will be coming to judge these food pictures. Um, might be worth mentioning that uh, Eric's a vegan. Uh, so anybody who's taken some really nice meaty pictures. This is going to be great because, <laughs> Graham, you're vegetarian. vegetarian. I'm vegetarian. He's vegan. So yeah, I, I, you I, are I, way outnumbered here. Uh, that's all right. That, that's okay because, um, uh, for one thing, it'd be really good to talk to Eric because I haven't spoken to him for way too long. Uh, secondly, I believe all of my photographs are of vegan-friendly food. I think Perfect. that's true. I think also, that's I mean, true. Eric's from Portland, Seattle. So if ever there was an area for getting sort of real snobby food hipster, I mean, he he's the man for the job. <laughs> I think so it's technically think... the other way around. I think technically Seattle's in Portland. Or no, Portland, it, no, but... it's in Oregon, isn't it? It's a, they, maybe it's the sort of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, they're, they're all in, in, the, in, the, uh, in that bit of America. <laughs> the, uh, the up bit. <laughs> the up, the I up think they call America. it the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, where all the weird stuff happens, the Pacific Northwest. That's where all the freaks <laughs> It is. I, I, anyway, I digress. Excellent. Yeah, Another geography alienated. Well done, team. No, no, the, the Pacific Northwest <laughs> is where like, all the weird spooky stuff is supposed to happen. All the weird creatures live up in the woods there. It's, um, yeah, these are facts. These are definitely facts. Right. And Eric will back me up on this. I'm, 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 uh, never... We're not usually burdened with facts on this show. That's true. I've never actually had a chance to speak to Eric, so I'm looking forward to that. It'll be nice to uh, to see him have a have a chat. Yes, uh, yeah, it it will be. I'm a bit. Uh, I'm wishing I'd I'd 
considered taking some photographs of food that may have some signs in them or something like that because Eric likes stuff like that, doesn't he? But uh, he does in he does indeed. Hmm. So, Colin and Aid, what have you been up to then? Because you've actually been out shooting this week. I have, yeah. So, so I um, I have been showing my Bronica some love and attention, and God, I love that camera. Um, I even took it on a bike ride the other day. I thought, I'm damned if I am going to have this thing and just say it's too heavy to carry around with me. I love it so much, the the, the images that come from it so much. I actually got out a rucksack. I took it, uh, I, I put it in a rucksack and went out on a bike ride with my kids and took photos of a bike ride with my Bronica. That's how medium I- format I am at the moment. I definitely thought you were going to say you'd put it in your shopping basket, you know, on the front of the bike. Surely that's the way to I do don't it. have a shopping basket on <laughs> <laughs> But surely that would be a good idea. Then you wouldn't have to worry about putting it in your backpack. You could just pop it in the shopping basket on the front. Yes, this is off-road cycling. And it's not oh, exactly okay. like we're in the Alps or anything <laughs> like that. But but this is, this is um, yes, this it, it's, well, it, it it's cross-country cycling, let's say. But it is mostly on off-road paths and stuff like that. So, uh, um, it, it's not a road bike with a basket kind of territory. You can have an off-road bike with a basket. There's no rules against that. Eh? <laughs> Just because it hasn't caught on yet, you could be a trendsetter. A nice wicker basket on the front of everyone's mountain bikes. I would like to see that look. Um, as somebody who you you tend to complain quite a lot about carrying anything, um, I'm surprised to hear that carrying you, you for two years. Bird. <laughs> 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 um, you you. I'm quite surprised that you were prepared to lug that round. Especially as it's been quite hot weather here. It, yeah, it, it, yes, actually, this weekend, although it's been rainy here today, it's been re- it was really hot over the weekend. But yeah, I just thought, yeah, just for a change, you know, I'm gonna stick it in a, in a rucksack and we're we're off. I mean, my kids are still fairly small, so we don't go for massive long bike rides. But yeah, it was good fun. <laughs> and what kind of thing uh, were you shooting with it? <clears throat> uh that's a good question um mostly uh just family snapshots really uh, where where we cycled to is a uh, the ruins of an abbey um and so uh yeah it, you know, it was quite picturesque to take mm. photos of the kids playing and stuff like that so it was uh, it was good fun it was good fun so that it, it was nice to be out it's, it, i think that's the first time i've used the bronica this year um, I can't think of another time I've used the Bronica this year, so I I was really happy to be that. Especially seeing as, of course, just before for that I was using the one ten camera to do my cheap shots challenge <laughs> photos. So there is, this, I was thinking, okay, one ten's great, but this camera is so tiny and fiddly. <laughs> I think I prefer something with a little bit more heft to it. And what were you shooting in it? Uh, Portra four hundred. Which is Ooh, basically the only decent color film I had in the fridge. I need to. I, I, I'm running low on 120 color film, and I need to buy some more. Um, so yeah. You know, I wanted to ask you because you um, bought some stuff from Analog Wonderland, didn't you? Uh, that, that first week when they opened up. Yes, some and, film. Uh, some film. So what did you get? That's a very good question. Um, uh, it, it was a box full of film. Um, no, I. Uh, what did I buy? I bought. Uh, I bought some Lomo Tiger Two Hundred. Uh, I bought some Instax Square, and I bought. What was the other one? Oh, some double. Some double. Oh, some double. oh yeah. Which one did trick, you go for? Trick color film. Uh, moonshot moonstruck moonstruck, moonstruck. 
<laughs> something like that. Yeah, I really like that one. It's got the really kind of nice um, tealy bluish tones that's to the it, one. hasn't it? Yes, that's the one. I uh, I knew the word moon was in there somewhere. Um, but uh, yes, so I, I've not used film like that before ever i've never had double i've never had revo log or or any of those uh special effects type films so um, i'm quite looking forward to that it could be funky that does sound cool and it all turned up nice and promptly it did and it had a complimentary uh, uh role of kodak gold in it as well you were one of the um... first 100 i think or first 50 or something then excellent yeah i was there i was in there on the uh on the friday morning and i'd pre-registered so i had my discount code as well so yeah that was that was a good experience thank you very much paul yeah it was good i i jumped on there first thing on friday morning as well i was looking at all the stuff it's a really nice website i really appreciate the fact that for every single film that they've got there they have at least one sample image um to go with it um unfortunately i realized i have absolutely no money so i didn't buy anything because it turns out you need money to buy stuff but it was fun clicking through all that um and seeing all the as you said the um kono and the revelog and the double have to i mean is is it the kono ones that have things like the hearts and stuff like that i looked at some of that and went yeah i mean i like the idea of these fun things but i'm not sure what a whole roll of film with that stuff on but um but the the double stuff does look uh, I, I do like the tones. Double have been showing some really nice pictures on their Instagram feed of work that people have been shooting mm. with it. And it does have a really nice look. So, um, yeah, I do want to try some of those out. So as soon as I have some pennies in the piggy bank again, I will be getting I, on that. I had a, um, a message from uh, from somebody who uh, had met me a few months ago saying, oh, um, I've been given a uh, an Olympus A16. And I was thinking, what's that? And then realised that I think what they've got is actually an Olympus XA with the a16 flash so when they've looked at it they've gone, oh it's an olympus a16 i think i mean you guys can correct me if you think there is another camera that's an olympus a16 but not there wasn't one that i'd come across anyway um, they sent me a message saying um oh it's the first time i'll be shooting film and it's my mum's old camera and what should i shoot where do i get film from all of these kinds of things and it was so nice to be able to go well there's all of these places where you can get them and funnily enough analog wonderland have just opened up and they've got at least 170 films on there so um so that was uh, pretty good to be able to say and look at all these things that we've got and all this amazing um uh, film and how much analog uh, photography is is taken has taken off yeah so, uh, it is, that was really good it's gonna it is it's a great time isn't it and i was mm. gonna and i'm looking forward to shooting my double film i have no idea what i'm going to do with it but um, I, I liked the look of the uh, the trial, not the trial, uh, the sample images on the website. I thought that one I like, and so that yes, those sample images that you mentioned, Graham, that was really um, that was really useful for me too. Awesome, awesome. And anything else you've been up to? Uh, nothing that is relevant here. I don't think it's been still been it's still been lots of work and i haven't been on any holidays for oh at least four weeks so um yeah no nothing to re- nothing to report there i'm afraid but i but i understand you've been busy or at least been out and about with cameras i've been i've, I've had cameras in my hand which has been a real novelty so as i mentioned uh, a few minutes ago I, I was at a wedding yesterday um and obviously I, I was there as a guest, um, which is always amazing. Um, but it was a family of uh, my partner, so I, she kind of had to drive me along. Um, so I 
I had the, the delight of thinking, great, I'm actually going to take some cameras with me. So I, I kind of, I went very light for me. I only had three cameras with me, which is very good. Um, <laughs> that is very good for you. <laughs> yeah. So I have my um, Olympus OM-1 because, you know, what else are you going to take? That, that is such a go-to camera for me. Um, and I had my little um, Mewtwo just because I think it was, well, it's just in your pocket. I don't think I used it and I also took my Polaroid um and I had a pack of black and white film um that I bought fairly recently and I used that quite a lot actually and um and the, the Polaroid was the one that I found uh, the clients recently to it was that I can't remember what it's called now but it was the, sort of the last generation of pre-bankruptcy Polaroid um and um yeah the pictures came out quite nicely the uh the film behaved itself pretty well i think there was only one film which had a, a massive kind of it looked as though there was a big white caterpillar crawling across part of it um <laughs> but other than that it behaved was, quite that well, wasn't the bride's dress then <laughs> that was not the bride's dress it looked like it was attacking a member of the family but um but no so that was nice and it um it's, I mean, I, I'm still very much in the habit of kind of grabbing the pictures and whipping them into darkness very quickly, but they exposed pretty quickly and then continued to ripen and they, they look nice. It was, it was nice to have some pictures there. And then, uh, I was, I, because I don't get out with my cameras often, I always forget what's actually in them. And I was fairly convinced that there was some 200 speed black and white film in the Olympus. So I was shooting with that in mind and also thinking, well, it's black and white. You know, it's going to be reasonably flexible, pushing things a bit further than I should have done, perhaps. And then when I finished the roll of film and opened it up, turns out it was slide film. So we'll see how that <laughs> goes. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is expired Provia. Oh, well. Um, so uh, <laughs> that'll be good. Um, it should be interesting anyway. Um, and, uh, and then I put some FP4 in as well. The one thing I'm finding... Um, and I, and I know that this is the thing because the batteries that the uh, OM1 uses for its light meter aren't available anymore. Um, so the ones that you, you you can still put batteries in them, but I know they're not quite the right power setting. So I, I think the meter is slightly off. And because what I found was that I was out and looking through the meter and I'm going, well, hang on, this is you know nice, bright, sunny weather. Um, this should be sunny 16. And it's going, no, no, you need... Um, way more light than this or way less. I'm like, I don't know. And I found myself second guessing myself a bit mm. because I'd look at the sky and go, well, I'm pretty sure it should be around this. And I'd look at the meter and go, and it would give me sort of one stop. So at some point, I don't know whether um, other people have had much experience with this and whether it makes a big difference. I mean, I've been using it quite happily for quite a while and generally it's close enough. Um, but yeah, yesterday when it was very sunny, it did seem to be more noticeable that things weren't quite where I would expect them to be. I get um, that a lot with the Bronica, um, oh not not because not because it it's on a different voltage or a different technology of battery. It just the Bronicas just take LR forty fours, but the uh, the the reading the for for the shutter speed because they're, they're when you shoot with the Bronica, it's it's aperture priority if you have the the metered finder, and when you you just look at it and you go. That shutter speed just doesn't make any sense. Uh, but I have over the years learned to trust the meter in my Bronica and just let it do what it thinks is right um, because it is most often absolutely spot on. And maybe that's maybe it's not maybe it's a combination of modern film emulsions which have got a lot of latitude and the the meter in the in the camera itself. 
but sometimes I get some very very odd readings um, uh, and uh, but it still tends to work out but it, it does freak me out and it does make me doubt myself and you just think eh, what do I do what do I do it's a tricky one mm. though, isn't it tricky one yeah I found that with the Bronica as well and to the point where I have in the past wondered whether it's seating itself quite right on the um, contacts because when I was shooting portraits with it well last year I was like this does not seem quite right i mean in the end i think i was also metering using just a um, handheld light meter and yeah i think they can be a bit off maybe i just need fresh batteries in my i don't know but uh but yeah it was really nice just to get out with a camera again and i blitzed through i mean i'm sure none of the pictures would be very good but i was so click happy because like oh there's the bride click 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 i think it's your fault actually rachel because last time <laughs> i was at a wedding taking pictures i was <laughs> I was doing it in a professional capacity and using a digital camera. So it was just take loads of pictures. And I was a bit in that mindset as well. I was like, just click one, click one. This is great fun. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see how they come out. It was, it was nice to do. Power winder on, Graham. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, you know, I did think about it uh, after thinking, yeah, I could definitely shove my power winder on this. I think I've never <laughs> used, never even considered using. But um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm watching the wedding photographer there at work. Um, I, I made me, I mean, he seemed a very nice chap and perfectly competent, but, um, I definitely think that the pictures you get are, are better than, um, than maybe these guys will get. Um, so I, I look forward to seeing the pictures you got from your wedding, Rach. Anyway, oh, the other thing. Oh, you were talking about me. Oh, thank you. That's very sweet of you. Um, <laughs> the other thing, cause I, I don't know. Well, actually, I'm, I'm sure there are other people who are the same way. When I don't get a chance to get out with a camera very much, um, I do tend to fall into the spiral of. I'm just going to look at cameras on eBay um, and then I don't have any money. So <laughs> what you, so there's, there's two ways you can go. And I mentioned this on Twitter today when you really want a camera, but you have no money, either you can buy an APS camera because nobody wants those. So they're all really cheap. Um, but also nobody wants those up to including me. Or you just search for some really... Now, I know people think, oh, you're going to get a really good bargain here. No, you just find some really weird, cheap things. So I've bought two cameras. They're very special. Um, the first one, they're both little kind of point-and-shoot things. The first one is a Pentax PC555, which is a very cool name, if nothing else. <laughs> What's this is, that? So it's, it's, it's one of these cool, very mad 80s... Um, oh, my God. Looking yeah, bricks it is, of a isn't point it? And shoot. The, you know, it's generally a sort of fairly unremarkable point-and-shoot camera, but it has one thing about it which I have not seen on any other camera. So it turned up, and it's got the, you know, the built-in lens cover. And I was looking to see how you open the lens cover on it because I couldn't find a slide anywhere. Normally, these have a little slidey catch somewhere, or you turn it on and it slides away. No, this doesn't. How this works is... The cover's in place all the time until you fire the shutter. Then it opens, takes the pictures and close again, which is oh, the weirdest thing. That's so <laughs> random. That is so weird. Does that not cause somewhat of a shutter lag? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it seems to open fairly quickly. It doesn't close up quite so quickly afterwards again. But yeah, that is just so bizarre. It's a weird, it is a weird little camera. Um, it, I definitely feels like it was at the early end of these uh, point and shoots. But uh, is it auto flash, auto focus, auto return, auto loading, auto lens protector? So it's got all the autos on it. So that's very exciting. I think that was five pounds. So that's good. The other one, this was literally, I think, the cheapest cheapest film camera that wasn't APS I could find on eBay um, that wasn't APS and also wasn't one of just like the um, 
plastic panoramic you know you get like i've already got two of and that i posted to you eight <laughs> that, that kind of thing that you get free with the magazine so this one is a proker a proker <laughs> i'd say google it don't it's like olympia <laughs> no i did wonder it's it's a fully plastic feel the quality um it's it's a bit of a weird bird this one i mean it's a cheap plastic point and shoot camera but the weird thing about this one is that it has a switch on it so that at any point you want to you can switch between shooting full frame and half frame um and it has like when you open at the back um hang on a second i'm gonna open this up uh what's it called again graham a proker p-r-o-c-a you won't find anything about it on the internet this is one of these cameras that the internet does not familiar. but um it's got a good some windy thing there but um this switch on the back so when you flick the switch it kind of closes these two barn doors on the inside on the film gate so it shuts it down to um a half frame camera and and the same on the viewfinder as well. And it adjusts the wind on. So you can, on one roll of film, just flick backwards and forwards between th- between full frame and half frame. And it'll just sort itself out. Um, that that yeah, sounds so it, useful. Yeah, doesn't it, though? I mean, you know, you think, oh, the problem with half frame is there's just too many pictures on the roll of film. Um, but imagine you're on I think that about frame. a 36, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> But imagine you like you you were up to your sort of thirtieth picture, and suddenly you realise oh, there's something really interesting happening here. You just switch it to half frame, and then you've got twelve pictures instead of six, uh, six left. Um, so yeah, pretty cool. You know, it's got three apertures, so that's pretty fancy. Um, do you mean three you aperture sizes? <laughs> well, yeah. Although I say apertures, they're not really holes as such. They're more like <laughs> like. Um, leaves that kind of close halfway across it so that'd be interesting oh that'll be um, like the um i on the um on the pentax auto 110 uh which uh, has um the the aperture in the body because uh the lenses are just plastic um that has a a two blade aperture yeah <laughs> it's like, yeah it's pretty good it's, it's pretty awesome. good two blades is just like yeah it's crazy yeah so anyway, yeah, the Proker DA1. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, as the build quality is certainly better than on the split cam. I would say that about it. Um, it's an interesting little weird thing. It's uh, The fact that I couldn't find anything about it on the internet was just surprising because everything's on the internet. But it is better. It is a functioning camera, unlike the Olympias and the Nikkei's and, um, and all of that lot. Um, I really, I feel like we should issue a general bounty on this. I keep thinking about this um, because you see them a lot on eBay and places like that. And people always want stupid money for them. They always want sort of 15, 20 pounds for these things. Um, so I, I will actually, I will issue a general bounty. If you find one of these in a charity shop and it's not stupidly expensive, it's like two pounds. Um, you know, if, if, you, if you send me video of you smashing one of those cameras to pieces with a sledgehammer, I'll send you a roll of film because I think we need to hunt down <laughs> all of these faux cameras. Like I said, the Olympia, the Nikkei, I'm trying to what the other ones are now. I can't remember what the one I got for it, but there's a few of them that are all basically the same 
rubbish in slightly different shapes and we need to uh, terminate them with extreme prejudice to um, you're not remove... turning these into cam- into oh, lamps i don't know that you need to terminate with extreme prejudice do you That's... oh no you defo do they're, they're, they're awful so, so I'm, I'm gonna give a shout out here right we haven't done shout outs as a formal thing on this show for ages but i was reminded because one of the other shows I was listening to the other day, uh, a film photography show, uh, mentioned about Sunny Sixteen shout outs, and and that no, they haven't actually stolen that idea from us. <laughs> but um, I'm going to give a shout out now to a chap called Leonard Bailey, and I have no idea who Leonard Bailey is. But hi, Leonard, um, if you're listening, um, Leonard has a Flickr account, uh, and he has a whole album of photographs taken with the Proker DA1. Uh, which uh, I don't know if that's the same model that you have, yeah, Graham. Is, but yes. on the that front, it the says dual size. It says dual size exposure on the front of uh, of this camera. It says DA one focus free dual size exposure, and yeah. uh, it has your typical three uh, apertures, as you say, sunny, partially cloudy, and cloudy, and a big slider on the top at the front by the viewfinder that says full or half. Is that yeah, what you've um, got? It's a thing of beauty. It's a it's, thing of. Uh, it's a thing. I'm with, <laughs> I'm with you on part of that. It's definitely a thing. <laughs> but if you look at Leonard's pictures, they look all right, don't they? It's taken decent pictures with them. Yeah, he's got some, he's got some very colourful films. I think uh, I think Leonard may uh, at, at least if he's not British, he may have visited Britain because there there are some uh, seaside uh, town type shots in this album, uh, shot in a place called Woodhall Spa in Lincolnshire. Uh, so I, I've n- I've never had the opportunity to go to Woodhorse Bar, but it looks like it's got a pier and a slide and <laughs> an ice cream parlour and and a cat or two. Um, but they, <laughs> Good. Well, but hi, hi, Leonard. Welcome to the Sunny Sixteen. Holiday. Bet you weren't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's good. But it just goes to show that, doesn't it? That you know, I mean, this is why I got into film photography in the first place because i couldn't afford to buy any digital camera i couldn't afford to buy any lenses i couldn't afford to buy anything so like well i can afford to buy some film cameras and um yeah sometimes you just need a bit of retail therapy and whilst yeah, it is well, there you go see that's why you shouldn't be telling people to smash them up Chris. no those cameras need to be smashed up the ones previously mentioned the olympia the nikai and whatever we you know which one you know them when you see them they need to be smashed to pieces. Um, we need videos of them being hunted down and smashed. They, they're, they're like um, the replicants in Blade Runner. They need to be tracked <laughs> and put out of their misery. Uh, sure, there's a phrase for that in Blade Runner, but I can't remember what it is just now. No, but yeah. Get, retired. Get is it retired? Is that what they yes. do to, to replicants? They retire replicants. Yeah, well, these cameras are sad, sad, pathetic replicants of uh, real cameras, and they need to be retired with extreme... Violently. (laughs) Violently retired, apparently. Very violently, yeah. Okay, poor little cameras. I know! I'm on aid side here, I'm sorry. And also, there's the other um, camera challenge which is on at the moment, which obviously I can't say because it's um, a a sweary word to start with, Um, but they're perfect for that kind of... uh, they no, no, this is the point. Like you know me, I love a crap camera. I mean, obviously, I've just bought two more. It's two, your house is your house is full of them. <laughs> it is pretty full of them. I love me a crap camera, but these things are not cameras. They they are scammers. This is what they are. They are scammers. <laughs> they look like a camera. They are not a camera. And you know, if 
I I have never seen a picture taken with one of those things because I don't think they are capable of taking pictures. And I got one of these for Christmas, and like it's like no, this is just this is just a useless piece of plastic, um, which is why they need to be destroyed. Because imagine, right? Imagine the scenario here in the theatre of your mind. Um, you go, oh, I want to get into analog photography. Oh, this looks good. This you know this is a camera set. It's got a flash. Blah blah blah. It's twenty pounds. Great. Um, and it sounds like a name that sounds familiar, and you spend your hard-earned money, and you Sorry, get this what thing turned. Broker up. sound like? <laughs> look, look, you're getting to an elite level when you're buying the broker. It's it's clearly short for pro camera, professional camera. Oh, you know sorry. that? No, 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 um, no, no. Honestly, I was not not getting that. The 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 broker does not fall into this category. I'm going to move that further away so you can't oh, hear the God. things you're saying. Do you know what? It. I'm I'm sick of this lily livered sitting on the fence attitude. Rach, what have you been up to this week? <laughs> Graham is still in mid flow there. <laughs> I know, but we could wait here for bloody days. <laughs> this is true. Okay, so this week I went out for the second Mersey meetup, which was organised by the lovely Stig of the Dump on twitter um and there was a there was a nice little turnout i think it was sort of like six of us and uh, it was really nice to actually go out and uh, be shooting again so like yourselves this week it seems like all three of us have had a, a good opportunity to actually take out cameras and shoot with them uh, for a change which is which is nice because we don't always get chance to do that do we um sounds like so, graham's been taking them out back to put a bullet through them. <laughs> well that is that's yeah, that's his approach. My approach was slightly different to that, but yeah. Um, the, uh, the yeah, the photo walk basically it was um, analog photo walk. I got a little bit of audio uh, whilst we were there as well, so uh, we'll insert some of that here, I guess. Sure. Do you want to do that now? We could do that now. Okay. Here we go, everybody. Uh, so, so, some little editing magic at play here. Three, two, one. Okay, that's that's a little bit fair to just say ping and put it in when actually I've cut you off in full flow, Rach. I apologise about that. Tell us the rest <laughs> of what you've been up to. <laughs> well, um, the other people who came along on the photo walk were um, Murphy's film, Steve Wales' photo. Uh, there was also Tony, um, who is AS0151, uh, and uh, Boris, who I'd not met before. So he's at Boris underscore 6 by 6 6 x 6 on uh, all on Twitter um, alongside the lovely Hilary Clark who uh, obviously came along to a workshop with myself a couple of weekends ago she brought along her S1A which was her dad's uh, old camera and we've been having some some issues with that and trying to trying to get that working again she did uh, she did get some shots out of it um, when we were doing the workshop but she brought it along again so uh, that's I think got to go back to uh, the real camera company and hopefully get fixed hopefully get fixed there uh, anyway the walk was great it was really nice to uh, to see everybody and um, and have a chat and discuss all analog loveliness um, so I was uh, in the sunshine as well at the weekend and like I say it's not often that I actually get a chance to go and do that for for pleasure really so uh, thank you to everybody who came along to that and I look forward to doing some more in, in the future um other things that I've been up to I uh, the Birmingham project that I've been doing from gosh at uh, the end of last year it's as is sometimes the way months and months go by and then all of a sudden there's a big rush at the end uh, but that's finally come to a close so I sent off the final files and hopefully they've printed them up uh, which is exciting but very scary because I obviously I haven't 
no idea how they're actually going to look yet. So um, at some point, hopefully I'll get an email telling me that they're there and they've been mounted upon the wall and, and things. And uh, I might have to get on the train and, and pop down to Birmingham and see what they look like. So, so that sounds exciting. exciting. If, if, if I remember mm. rightly, are these the ones that are getting printed pretty big? Yes, they're about three metres by two metres. Yeah, so, so yeah. That, that, that counts Pretty as big. big. That, I don't think I've ever printed any of my photos quite that large. So. <laughs> no, I know. So uh, even more terrifying because if it's a mistake, it's a big mistake. <laughs> um, so that's that's what I'm worried about. But um, but yeah, it, also kind of exciting because, again, like yourself, I've, I've never had a work printed that big before. So, uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll let you know once I've uh, once I've been to see them or or maybe not. You know, if it's if it looks terrible, then I won't tell you <laughs> where they are. Um, so yeah, so that was that was this week, and I've been busy editing wedding photos. Obviously, Graham mentioned before about um, doing some uh, wedding shoots and things. So I've been uh, busy getting getting back on top of those and getting myself prepped as well for some freelance work because I'm going to be. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show, but I'm going off to Estonia and Croatia so I won't be around for a couple of weeks on the show unfortunately sorry guys I'll miss you um but yeah so that's that's freelance work unfortunately it's not for analog photography work but I will be taking obviously um one or two cameras along actually that was something I did mean to mention about the photo walk I was very good and I was very lightweight and I literally only took um Hillary's camera she lent me her lamb camera and um one that I borrowed from Stig so um, that was very good, I think, of me and most most restrained. Um, <laughs> well done. Only taking two well cameras. Done. Thank you very much. So, yes, and I know that you asked about this before, but cheap shots, yeah, that's not really happened for me yet. So I have a few more days to to uh, get on to, onto that um, before I have to head off to Estonia. So, uh, yeah, I am looking forward to seeing the, – they're two places I've never been before. So, uh, obviously, I'll take my cameras along and hopefully get some nice shots. We will see. Sounds good. Look forward to hearing uh, of your adventures. That's, yeah, thanks. That's as as busy as always. <laughs> um, <laughs> we will miss you on the show for the next couple of weeks. Um, uh, I, I know I'm a really bad example because last time on the Cheap Shots Challenge, not, not only did I uh, not do the show, I also didn't submit any photographs. But <laughs> so so i uh, and um as 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 liberating as that experience was <laughs> i couldn't possibly encourage you not to do not to do your photos <laughs> we shall see depends on how things go this week <laughs> fair point fair point okay so now probably would be a slightly better time to include the audio that if you recorded with your buddies on the mersey meetup walk is that Ding. is that okay <laughs> yeah that sounds good Excellent. Apart from Graham doing another bing or whatever was going on there. Ah, uh, you know, this is it, it's what it is. I, I'm feeling, you know, free and easy with the show this week. I don't know about you guys, but you know, yeah, uh, it, uh, yeah. I think we're just tired, just, just tired, tired, relaxing oh, into it. You know, uh, let, let letting it flow a little bit. So, uh, Graham, if I count you in, can you do me another one of those? Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, one, two, three. I'm Tony, and today I've gone old school and brought a Zeiss box tangle. This is beautiful. And an old ensign box that was given to me by at GrumpyFCK on, on Twitter. <laughs> and that's what started it. So I then went out and bought this one as really? well. So it needed a bit of stripping down. 
So I think it was a very early selfie camera because it's got a mirror. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. So what have you loaded up in these today then? FP4 in, in both of Great. them. But when they were made, they only had a 30th of a second shutter mm. speed. So yeah. I was saying, I think I'm working on Sunny 32 real today. <laughs> Rather than Sunny 16. And, and just hope for the best. So. Oh, and then I did bottle out and bring a Nikon F4. Oh, well. excellent. Yeah. But that's got hectaring, so I was saying to you, I thought, lovely sunny day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it rained and on the way here, down, so, <laughs> yeah. But, nice. uh, They're really nice. Yeah. Garth, what about you? What have you got today? I've got me Pentax 67 with me, loads up with some Fuji 400H. Mm, it's huge, isn't it? Hilary's <laughs> like, that is a huge camera. <laughs> <laughs> and I've also got me Leica M5 with me. Oh, nice. With um, some Brett analogue film. Oh, if, really? Yeah, Ooh. some... ISO 12 contrast. Oh yeah, wow, that's going to so, be interesting. Have you shot with that before? No. Okay. It was a prototype roll that he made before okay. they went on public sale. Hilary, what have you brought? What haven't you brought, actually, what would be I a brought? better um, question. Yeah, I've brought the uh, Pentax S1A that I tried out the other week and failed miserably, so we're trying again with that one. Didn't fail miserably, um, got at least six shots. Yeah, got six great shots. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got the Voigtlander, which is my cheap shot challenge, yes. so I'm hoping there's some food involved today. <laughs> um, I've got uh, the Lomography Instant Square, and I've got my uh, Mint 670. Yes. yes. It looks yes. great, that. Yeah. Yes. So, got some film for that. So Very nice. Yeah. And, um, Stig, go on, tell us what you've got. Sorry, I, I forgot to ask you. Which oh, okay. you've got yeah, today? yeah. Today, I brought my Minolta, of course. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Trusty Minolta. XDS. With your yellow filter on. With my so. filter and my new lens, Ooh. which is oh. a, it's only a 58, so kind of fairly yeah. normal. Yeah. Um, and it's a 1.4. Beautiful. I've got, it, it, it's a, 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 one of the older lenses mm -hmm. and, I'm, I'm thinking the bokeh on this is going to be very nice. Mm, very um, nice. So Where did you get that from? Is it an eBay? It was an store? eBay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -oh. I've, I've got a big Pentax with me as well. Excellent. <laughs> Not quite as big as that one. No, I mean, yeah, it, would, it would be a challenge, wouldn't it? I know, lots of Pentax love today, absolutely. Yes. And um, Sorry, what was your name again? Sorry. Well, on Twitter I go as Boris, so let's yes. stick with that. Um, I just, I'm a wimp, I travel lightly, um, yeah. so I just got a plastic EOS Excellent. old analog EOS with well relatively recent EF lenses I've got the 50 and an 85 it, it's all. really lightweight traveling today that isn't it especially yes. with it being a plastic body so we've got a full range from that to Hillary's huge tote bag of cameras mm. that she's got and I've all I've brought today I see look at me being really good and traveling like I brought Hillary's um, land camera it's the 220 model, isn't it, yeah. this one, yeah. uh, which you kindly lent me wow. at the end of the workshop last week, which is brilliant. Um, so I'm going to be shooting, hopefully, a few frames of that, which will be lovely. Um, bit peel apart. My first time having a go with some peel apart. Palmhouse should look really good on it. I'm going to excite to get a shot on that. And, um, and Stig has kindly lent me one of his Nikons. Ah! <laughs> which one have you lent me? Um, I it has a strap on the camera bag as well, and um, I was warned to make sure that there weren't any Graham-like issues. Absolutely. No Not dropping, thank no you. Graham. <laughs> <laughs> no Graham Incidents. issues at all. Incidents, no. So I have brought a, a roll of colour film to pop in that, because obviously with it being summer, and a be actually it was a really beautiful day, then it rained a bit, but the sun's kind no, of... No, the weather forecast nice said it's going to be all right a bit later nice on. Nice and colourful. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys so much, and I guess we'll be starting heading off. Dave? What did you bring with you today? Uh, a couple of cameras. I've yeah. Got the Pentax MX mm -hmm. and the wonderful <gasps> Pen FT. Very nice. Half frame. Is 1960s. This... Oh, really? Yeah. 60 something or other, I'm not sure. 65, say. 
And is this new to you, or is this one uh, you've had a while? Well, uh, since the uh, manufacture stopped in, what was it, 68? It's uh, second-hand. came from Japan. Like, like, I think it was... Uh, as you can see, it's very lightly used. It is. The lens are gorgeous. separate, of course. Yes, it? yes. It's lovely. It's really lo nice condition, that, isn't it? Fact. Gorgeous, isn't it? So, have you shot? Um, have you put many rolls through yet? Um, yeah, two or three, yeah, yes. I it's um, it's uh, If you were to hold that to your eye, you can yeah. see by... You don't see the You see everything nope. in, uh, in Not the, the portrait. <laughs> Not at the moment. Uh, it's a missile Let's take the lens cap off. You see everything uh, in portrait. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it's the half frame. Precisely. So it changes your uh, perspective it does, on... It does, it um, Have you ever uh, listened or studied uh, Ralph Gibson, the American photographer? You should. Okay. And he says he he uses black and white. Mm -hmm. He holds the camera to shoot portraits. Yeah. So you've got three degrees of abstraction from the reality of the three-dimensional yeah. world we live in. You've got the two-dimensional representation on film, as indeed paintings or drawings are. Mm. You've got a further abstraction that it's black and white, so we don't see in black and white most Absolutely. of us. And most of us don't actually uh, view the world in, in portrait. We have biocular vision yeah. so we see in the uh, the panoramic view don't we mm -hmm. so you hold camera at 90 degrees and you get a third uh, uh, abstraction of the reality mm -hmm. of the world mm -hmm. and, uh, look at this photograph yeah. wonderful I recommend yeah. them to anyone well thank you very much that's great it's good good to have a new name that i can go and have Ralph a little look yeah. um, and what is it that you tend to enjoy shooting mostly um, well, I used to do a lot of street photography, but uh, now I'm changing my view. Uh, it's a journey, isn't it? Photography's mm, mm, a, a journey of exploration. And, uh, what you like in your 20s or your teenage years can be very different from what you enjoy, you know, year to year mm, even, can't it? Now I'm attracted to light and shadow, mm -hmm. so um, I'm abstract. Are you so, shooting more black so and white then? I am, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And if I shoot colour, I just go for colour. Mm colour contrasts so yeah. I, less is more mm. infinitely more for mm. me so. and what have you got in loaded in today uh, I've got um, uh, not for this day that was the last one I've got uh, Ecta 100 oh, it's slow for a long lens I've got a yeah. 135 on it came out uh, in the rush and just <laughs> had this attached so it's with me so it limits you on sort of uh, shutter speed, doesn't yes, it? Yes, absolutely. Does that go up to a thousand? Uh, it does, certainly yeah. does, yes. Yeah, um, the Pen F, which you looked at a minute That's ago, very nice, goes huh? up to 500. Excellent. And it's got a, um, a rotary focal plane shutter. Okay. So this has got a, yeah. a, a cloth curtain. Yes. A focal plane which goes horizontal. Where the, the, uh, the Pen F, if you can imagine, yeah. it's a quadrant of about 270 mm -hmm. degrees possibly slightly less so it rotates either clockwise or anti-clockwise and the cutout mm -hmm. uh, the speed of rotation of that vein determines how much light is emitted I see of course you've got the other variable the aperture well of course yes it, we've actually got quite a few Pentax around today because obviously Hillary's brought one as well. Um, obviously Garth's got his yeah. um, in their in their various different forms. Um, the one that Hillary's brought, uh, the S1A, is actually her her dad's. 
So uh, we, we took that out for the first time last weekend. Mm. Uh, she came and did a little workshop with me and um, we had a little go with that. And we, uh, I, we only got about six frames out of that. So she did actually take it to the real camera company. He opened it up and was like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. So, you know, it's these temperamental sometimes as it is, you know, it's, um, but that's the joy of analog, isn't it, right? <laughs> and all the cameras, thanks. So it looks like we're stopping for an ice cream now. I think there's very different stages, isn't there? Like when you're shooting, it can be quite kind of meditative. You, mm-hmm. you, you, you're kind of in the zone, nothing else. You're just thinking, oh, that's a good shot. It is like meditation. I, have, yeah. I put one leg behind my, my, my neck. <laughs> that's yoga. I'm, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. It's, it's the only way to get that know, shot. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> you know, to get that motion blur. Yeah, yeah. As you're falling over. <laughs> yeah, and, and you can do it. Have you ever had a situation where you couldn't get the leg back? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need an assistant for. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but then, you know, like, and then I think it's the same for developing as well. In, in a different way, you you, you shoot everything off. And you just you get just... lost for hours in the dark room, can't you? Yeah. I mean, it's incredible, isn't it? You know, the amount of time that just disappears and how quickly. I know. <laughs> but uh, you're right, though. But when it comes to the online bit, like, uh, of what uh, we all do, it we're all there on social yeah, yeah. media. And yeah. It is. Um, Waiting for someone to say, you're the god of photography. Well, <laughs> I, I, I always think it's, it, it's yeah. nice when people like it, mm-hmm. but if they don't, if I like it, I actually don't care. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the thing is, it, it's, it's, it's like a lot of things. I like some music that a lot of other people mm. wouldn't like, but it doesn't mean the music's bad or that I shouldn't like it's it. So, yeah, so it's just a case yeah. of... Yeah, it, quite right. Yeah, if, if, if you shoot yeah. it for yourself, it then really ultimately doesn't matter what anybody you read else any book thinks. You says that, doesn't it? Shoot for yourself and not for other people. Yeah, yeah. 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 The difficulty is when you end up doing it on a commercial basis, isn't it? Because mm. as, a, as a photographer, you have to decide what you're going to shoot in order to make that shot work. But equally, you also yeah. have to take into account the client's view and what mm-hmm. they're like to be wanting from it as well. Mm-hmm. So that's a bit of a different situation. But when you're shooting it just, you know, for hobby, for pleasure, for what have you, then absolutely it should only be about shooting for yourself. And then if, yeah. like you said, so, you know, mm. if, if somebody goes, oh, that's nice as well, then... Then, then there's stuff like Cheap Shot Challenge, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, the parties. <laughs> yeah. you, you're looking at your roll of film and you're thinking... Someone here on the Well, I like um, that one, but I'm not sure everyone Spanish. else will. This is true. Um, but then you can end up second-guessing yourself. And then yeah, you get in the right bloody like, model. Oh, but is this, yeah. is this one... <laughs> Going to win me that £25 voucher that's coming up. You see, we've got mm. one from Analog Wonderland for this, uh, for the next one. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, for okay. food. Yeah. But I think that's a different set of circumstances, though, because you are actually entering it into a competition. Yeah. So, in that situation, it yeah. does matter what other people think. Yeah. If you're enter, because you don't enter something not to try and yeah. win it, so yeah, yeah, so yeah. then it does matter. But day to day, it should always be about right? whether you like it, and not um, give two hoots. If you write poetry, you don't want to write yeah. the same poem no, time exactly. and time again. People get bored of it. Same with photography. Yes, that's the thing. It's, it's that balance, isn't it, of going. This is a style where you look at it and you instinctively know that's that photographer's work yeah, versus it getting stale. Um, yeah. It just captures the moment for me. Can be yeah. difficult. Completely. Like musicians, you know. Did that one. Diff- tricky third album. I like that one. Tricky second photo. Rachel yeah. was asking me before, what, how's my um, 
my vision changed. Well, you didn't ask me that question, but it was related to that, really. It was and implied. It is now <laughs> is thinking outside the frame. So not only what you include in the frame, but more importantly, what you don't include in the frame, which but give you the hint to the, uh, a clue to the, um, the viewer. There's something outside the frame which is of significance. That, that one there typifies the, the effect. It's an, an interaction with a, f a second person from the uh, subject, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Here's a radical thought for you. Mm -hmm. Should we practice more with digital so that we become better with analogue? No, practice with analogue to become better at digital. All right. Yeah, uh, no, I'll very much so. So the two things we want to see... I think see there's too much temptation with digitally old spray and pray, isn't there? there is. so, even if yeah. you, uh, Even if you have uh, yeah. the fortitude to say I'm going to be... Uh, I'm going to put a two-gig card in. Precise, <laughs> yes, I'm going to be... Think about every shot I'm going to take. You get a digital camera and it all goes out the window, doesn't it? What have you got and going you, on over there? Begs questions. You've got, your, you've got your GoPro on top of your Leica M5. So yeah. How come? Because What's going on there? It's for the YouTube. It's mostly like trying out different cameras and things like that, but it, it all centralised around street photography because that's... Mm -hmm. The one thing that I stick with, I, I try my best to shoot a lot of people, but um, a lot of it is just candid street shots okay. with me different cameras. Like for today, I'm shooting that Brett's analog mm -hmm. film, which is ISO 12, which it's been quite interesting so far. <laughs> um, and yet, the whole the whole channel is basically just like different camera reviews, point POV um, videos, without going too much into it. Yeah. But um, yeah, and to be honest, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to make it less about the cameras, more about personality. Yeah. And that seems to be what is bringing more and more people in. Excellent. Um, so where can people find you? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, the lot, all yeah. Murphy's film. It's all Murphy's film. Excellent. All Murphy's so, so your um, videos that you're obviously using this for are going on to YouTube and yeah. Murphy's film. Yeah. Excellent. We'll see you there. Yeah. All right, guys, I'm heading off now, so uh, thanks ever so much for today. Uh, lovely to see you. Have you had fun? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And we've had some lovely weather, haven't we? we as well. have, yeah. And nobody fell in the drink, so that's good. No, unfortunately. <laughs> we haven't had a drink yet either. No. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. We did have some lovely brownies from, uh, from Hilly. Cups of tea. And a cup of tea. But ice yeah, yeah, ice creams are great. Yeah. Well, enjoy your cups of tea and the rest of your ice cream, guys. And we'll oh, see you soon. See you later. Bye. And we are back, um, and we're back with a story from Rach about a supermarket. <laughs> yeah, I um, happened to be having a little Google for a, actually for a photographic magazine this week. Um, I was looking for a particular magazine, and I thought, oh, I'll just see if Tes if the bigger Tesco has it in stock. Uh, so obviously I put in photography, film and several things came up and I was like oh well that's interesting obviously I saw that they'd got some film stock which was which is cool uh, and then I came across the fact that they are selling a pack of four badges which are film is not dead badges which is very bizarre you're not and in Tesco's crazy in Tesco apparently yeah um it, it was actually I realized it's through the Tesco direct so I don't know necessarily whether it's in the stores maybe it's in some of the bigger stores um but yeah they are um it's a pack of hang on let me just bring it up there we go film is not dead uh badge pack 3.99 apparently uh it's got three 
badges that have got little camera drawings on them and one that literally says film is not dead exclamation mark so uh that did make me that did make me go well that's that's unexpected um alongside that i also found a slide viewer one of the battery powered slide viewers that you'd obviously put your mounted slides in so that you can you can view those uh that's also on the tesco direct site so uh there you go. I don't know. Thoughts on that, chaps? Any thoughts? Uh, hey, we're we're back in the mainstream. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> who, who would have thought it, though? Exactly. Right? I, you start a little niche product, and a couple of years later, before you realise it, you're in a mainstream thing. Um, mm. Interesting. That's it. Film is not dead. Apparently, though, Tesco Direct is. Because <laughs> 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 at the top of these website links that you showed, it says Tesco Direct is closing on the 9th of July, 2018. Sorry for any inconvenience. <laughs> so if you want to buy these, I guess you've got to get in there pretty quick. So what so happens can... What happens to people who like to shop at Tesco's but don't like to go to the shops? Like, do they, are they, Is there going to be no Tesco's van delivering food anymore then? I have no idea. Maybe that's something different. That'd be a weird. Different I used to be a Tesco girl. I worked in Sainsbury's. Oh, right. How about, oh, I was quick say before that. Oof. <laughs> well, you moved up to Tesco. Then. I did. I did. I went from £2.11 up to £5 an hour, would you believe? That's, I was most impressed. That, that was a good jump. That was a good jump. That. Mm, yes, a very good jump. Um, mm. I don't think I've ever had a pay rise of over 100% <laughs> between <laughs> one Saturday afternoon and the next. Yep. But yeah, good stuff. No, it is. It, uh, yeah, random is pretty much the only word I can do to describe this. Uh, I mean, the only thing I can think of is that, um, you know, maybe Mike Padua, a friend of the show, has been so successful that a major supermarket chain has decided to copy him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I should probably point that out that they definitely are not Mike's badges. Oh, no, no, they're not. No, no, sorry. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just realised there might have been some confusion over that. But uh, yeah, they're not Mike's badges. But like you say, I mean, um, what is it? Imitation is the greatest form of flattery? Uh, yes, I, I, I believe so. Nobody's ever imitated me, so I can't tell you for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but possibly, possibly. I, yeah, I, 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 it's strange. I don't think I've seen a slide viewer for, for sale. In uh, a supermarket. Oh, I was going to say ever, actually, but at least in 20 years. I mean, my, my dad mm-hmm. has one, I think. But then again, my dad has a slide projector that takes carousels full of slides as well. So, so uh, yeah, that that's always good fun. And a special a special stand that the projector stands on, you know, like it looks sort of part stepladder, part shelf, you know, um, it's uh, that the projector stands on. And then one of those screens that sort of rolls into itself into a metal cylinder, you know? Uh, Uh, I have one of those. Uh, Actually, Graham, were you with me when I bought that? Yes, I had to help you sneak into the house so that Adam wouldn't see it. (laughs) (laughs) What did you do? Put it down your trousers? I knew you were tall, but I didn't think you were that tall. (laughs) We had three of us, didn't we? So I was like, right, Graeme, you'll have to go at the front, and then Sinead in the middle, and then I'll be at the back, and then if we just walk into the house in a straight line, Adam will never see it. (laughs) And we hid it behind us, and we did. Managed to sneak in. I forgot. (laughs) Involving me in your crimes, Rachel. (laughs) Okay, moving swiftly on. (laughs) Crimes of analogue. Okay, so I think it's time to, uh, uh, to to get some sense into this show. Uh, so let's have some listener emails. Graham, over to you for the first one. Yes, so the first one we've had in is from our Australian correspondent, allegedly. Uh, self-appointed. We're pre- <laughs> self-appointed Australian correspondent, even though we're pretty sure he's a Kiwi, but uh, what are you going to do? Um, 
This is Matthew Joseph. Matthew writes in, G'day, Sunbeams. Uh, don't, I'll do the whole thing. Right no, he sounds next, Australian to me. No, yeah. No. <laughs> I have for you, I, I thought about it and then thought better. I have for you an entry into the Cheap Shot Challenge. Um, I realized one night last week that there wasn't much time left to shoot, so I grabbed Russell, the $10 Mamiya 528TL, and fired off a test shot. One five hundredth of a second sounded like a half second, and I thought <laughs> I was in the shit. Then I thought about Chris Marquardt's oven advice. As I am not a complete psychopath, I held Russell up under the heat lamps in the bathroom. Success! The old bugger sounded a lot less sick, so off I went. <laughs> I think I have pushed the boundaries of the cheap shots challenge rules a bit. The photo is a merged panorama of a food court and Photoshop's Skynet content, Skynet content aware fill filled in the blanks. Feel free to disqualify me. Regards, Matthew. Um, we would never disqualify you. I think pushing the boundaries is great, even if you are giving information to uh, Adobe that will help them take over the world with their <laughs> Skynet programs. True, um, true, truly a, a hybrid photographer, though. <laughs> very much so. So, yes, listeners who um, are maybe a new on board who perhaps or just don't remember when we had Chris Markard from uh, Tips from the Top Floor and some other random podcasts. Oh, right, steady. <laughs> with some very iffy co-hosts. Um, I can't remember what the particular problem Chris was allegedly solving uh, with this technique. but Sticky um, shutter he, problem. Sticky shutter. Well, there you go. Perfect. Um, he did recommend putting a camera in the oven, um, which <laughs> uh, I haven't tried yet, although I have a few cameras with some slightly iffy shutters. So It does say something when even you, Graham, aren't willing to uh, put your camera in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, most of mine would melt into a puddle because they are 100% plastic. So that's, that's true. Why. That's true. Uh, still... if i remember rightly chris's advice was uh, a a very low temperature oven uh would might serve to slightly warm up the, the the grease and oil in the camera that has you know congealed and stopping the shutter from working yes particularly a lot of the old um russian and eastern european cameras the the stuff they were using in there can freeze oh not freeze but just go solid just over the years just degenerate completely into a solid mass i was um a couple of weeks ago two or three episodes back on the uh classic lenses podcast um they had a fantastic guy on there vlad who i can't remember the Vlad's last name but he's from the ussr camera website um and he came up with some great stories and he was one of the stories they were talking about the fact that uh the Zenit factory that was making these lenses, um, there was a, a lady who'd worked there for years, this old lady, and um, when she finally retired, the lenses just weren't working properly. And so they, they went to her, what was it you were doing? Why are these? And she was smearing a bit of bacon on the floor. <laughs> so they were Oof. all greased up. It's great. Look up that episode. There were a lot of good stories, uh, including ones where people were just collecting up old Zenits and throwing them uh, in a melting skip, which I thought was great. So, yeah, perfect. Check that one out. Right. Who's going to take Aid, you going to take the next one? Why not? Why not? Let's give it a go. Okay, so this is an email from Peter Brackenbury. Uh, says, hello all. I found your podcast recently while waiting for the next instalment from the FPP. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> uh, whilst I love the FPP and enjoy the CCR podcast from here in Canada. That's the That's classic it. camera review. Revival. Revival, sorry. <laughs> I have listened to that one, sorry. Uh, classic Camera Revival podcast from here in Canada. I have truly enjoyed your work. 
Thank you very much. I listened to shows 100 A, B and C and loved the tour of Ilford. I decided to go back to the beginning and to listen. Oh, awesome. Uh, I love it when we get emails from people that go back to the beginning. <laughs> they must get such a good impression of us. Uh, and I'm up to show 13, which is, I believe, the one where Graham buys his Plowbell 4x4. Is that 4x5? 5x4, 4x5. That would be Ronald, I guess. Yeah, it certainly is. Wow. How is Ronald? No, I actually, Ronald is on the kind of top of my list. Of, I wonder if I'll get a chance to get out and play with Ronald this week. I'm really hoping I will. Ooh, do it, yeah. do it, do it. Stick, get, get the tripod on the roof of your car and stand on the roof of your car and take like majestic landscapes. Yeah, sounds good. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping Ronald will get some exercise this week. So famous last words, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Okay, so uh, so uh, Peter goes on to say, I put it on in the car today and realise I now need to try large format. Ah, there <laughs> we go. Excellent. I'm sure there are many listeners now from Canada. Yeah, one or two. Uh, but it was so pathetic to hear you pandering in these <laughs> early episodes. And not pandering is not normally what happens for Canadians. Um, normally, Graham insults them into- intolerably. <laughs> but it was so pathetic to hear you pandering in these early episodes to the one Canadian who managed to comment on iTunes, Dave, whose last name no one knows how to pronounce. Hilarious. <laughs> this will be Dave Knievel. <laughs> Dave Weevil, yeah. Although I'm sure I pronounced it wrong again, but never mind. Oh, sorry, Dave. Anyways, thanks for the great show. Yours is my favourite podcast. Cool. As of oh. show 13. Of course, it might all go downhill from there. Oh, he knows us already. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that, being somebody's favourite podcast is awesome. Thank you very much. He says, I'll be listening for months as I catch up on the last two years of the Sunny 16. Thanks for the inspiration and fun approach. Cheers from sunny and hot Ontario, Canada, Peter. That's an excellent email. Thank you very much, Peter, for getting in touch. And not just because you said we're your favourite podcast. <laughs> Although mostly that. Um, yeah, and, and, yeah, okay, Peter, mostly what, that, yeah. He, he's another of these fine people who, uh, if, if you find that the, the um, trauma of using an email is uh, too difficult, the contact button, it's another that came from somebody using the contact button on the website. So it's great. It's ah. just lovely to be able to go there and, and hit the button and send this little message. So, um, what website is that? that? What website is that, Graham? That would be the sunny16podcast.com. Incidentally, um, I did find this. I'm sort of gradually adding bits to it as we get time. So all the pictures from the last round of the Cheap Shots Challenge, all the sports pictures are now up on the website. If you go to the Cheap Shots Challenge section and just kind of hover there, you'll see the sports um, thing come up. You can click on that and see all the pictures that we talked about last time. So they're all up there. And Do you I know will what? I start... have done that. I have done that. I did it the other day because, of course, I missed that show. So I did. I missed all the all the photos and there's some really awesome stuff there it's great yeah and actually the way um the the site works nothing to do with me this is the way the site works actually you can it sort of shows them all as a um what's the word I'm it shows them all on the one page all put together gallery. in a gallery but if you click on them you it'll embiggen them and then you can just kind of scroll through and see them quite nice and clear it does quite a good it's quite a good way to look at them so um yeah they're all there and we will make sure that the ones for this round go up much quicker in fact i might start putting some of them up um, as we get them, so there are some on there already, or I might not. But yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Depends we'll on see. how much time you're out with Ronald this week, I guess. Exactly. Absolutely. Good point, Rach. Good point. Right, actually, good. Right, Rach. Over to you for email number three. So yeah, this one comes from Ben Spencer. He says, "Hello, Sunbeams. Uh, first, just to say, I'm really enjoying the podcast. Yay! Um, 
Uh, I only found you a few months ago, but it has quickly become a favourite. Thanks for all your efforts. That's so nice. Very astute of you, Ben. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Um, I think I remember on a recent episode, one of you, and I can't remember who, sorry, lamenting that their Olympus Super Zoom was no longer working, possibly preventing it from being used for the Cheap Shots Challenge, I think. Hmm. Hmm. Is that me? No, no, this was me. I bought an Olympus IS 5000 recently because obviously I've got my Olympus ah. IS 1000, which is the one I've been using. And I bought yep. an Olympus IS 5000, um, which uh, died in my hands almost instantly in a very ah. sad, sad little stillborn puppy sort of way. So Ben Spencer just got <laughs> the, the ugliest puppy in the world. <laughs> Oi! Um, this was such a lovely email and now you've destroyed it with tales of poor puppies um so ben goes on to say he has one an is 5000 which came as part of a job lot but which i have never used i am trying to clear out some space so if you're interested then let me know and i would be happy to send it along to someone who might actually get some use out of it oh uh, it's not tested but looks to be in nice condition picture attached if not it will most likely be going to the charity shop anyway so keep on podding sun sea uh, sea breams sea breams <laughs> That's a fish, isn't it? It is a fish. All the best from Ben. Thank you very much, Ben. Apart from that, I'm most upset about being called a sea yeah, I, I, I read that. I, I mean, first off, Ben, look, do me a favour. Put some batteries in it and do just check it works first so that we know. <laughs> because having had one of these, I don't think I could bear the, the tragedy of another one of these things dying. But if, you, if it is working and you would like to send it over, I think that that could make a very good prize for one of the rounds of the Cheap Shots Challenge. Because um, obviously this... That's a good idea. Mike, we had Mike Padua very kindly um, donate the, the prize last time. And we've got Paul from Analog Wonderland who's donated the, the prize this time. So don't forget there's a prize to be won this time, listeners. Um, and then we could have this camera, this oh-so-special IS-5000. That's <laughs> a prize for the next one. Oh, man, what a dream that would be. And there's a picture and it's all silver. And I mean, it's a high, high-quality plastic camera. You could autograph um, it, Graham. That, that would increase yeah, the value. Well, I mean, it couldn't be like the piano in in St. Pancras Station that's autographed by Elton. Well, it's donated and autographed by Elton John. Sir Elton John. Yeah. Sorry, Sir Elton. Hang on. Yeah. Are you comparing Graham to Sir Elton John right now? We both wear glasses. So <laughs> that's true. And you both have interesting hairdos. <laughs> also, also true. true. <laughs> and, and iffy dress sense. <laughs> oh well there we go so maybe we'll end up with the uh the silver Separated at birth. From bed. Anyway, so thank you very much Ben. it's it is much appreciated okay where are we go back round to graham then for the next one i guess so. yes so this one is from ken hindelmaim ken hindelmaim <laughs> ken hindelmaim ken writes in hi sunbeams long time listener first time emailer first time participant too as it's the first time i've been shooting on an eligible camera at the right time these were taken with a yashica 230 af and 35 to which has a 35 to 70 millimeter f 3.3 to 4.5 kit lens um I snagged on eBay purely for its retro 80s looks for all of £17, and the shots were shot on Kodak Color Plus film. So this is obviously cheap shot stuff. For the first shot, I'd intended to use the lens's macro capabilities to shoot the orange close-up. These will make sense when you can see the pictures, guys. But notice the sun was casting an interesting paper doll crown shadow. I included the second shot purely because when sunny and 16 coincide, a British barbecue becomes inevitable. Keep <laughs> up the good work, 
Ken. And um, yes, first to me, but I've enjoyed seeing Ken's work on Flickr and on Instagram um, for a long, long time now. Um, mm, yeah, I think Ken's, Ken's being a bit modest, isn't he? Because he says uh, first time emailer and first time participant, but he certainly submitted lots of fine shots to our Flickr group. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, yes, great that he's finally out there um, getting in on the cheap shots. Goodness. Um, and I can't remember whether we included Martin's email or not, or not last time, but um, do you want to read it again, eh, just in case? <laughs> Martin, <laughs> Martin deserves to get doubled up, and it's, it's a nice short one anyway. I don't, I don't think we did, so it's a nice short one. So Martin says, hi, Sunbeams, here's my effort. <laughs> I, only, <laughs> I only have one image as I shot the rest of the roll on other twaddle, not food. <laughs> did not realise I needed two. Is there a rule? You've got to have two? Anyway, I will try harder next time. I have no idea what the camera is, apart from it was made by Agfa, and I attach a photo. All the best, Martin. Yeah, and that reminds me, actually, if that one we didn't read last time, then this one we also didn't, so a very quick one again. This is from Joseph Baker, who we heard from recently, which is what threw me. This is Evil Chutney on uh, Instagram. Oh, yes. uh, Joseph writes in, Yo, Beams, please find my two food-themed entries attached. These were taken with my trusty Canon AF7 on a roll of Kentmere 100, developed at Home and Rodnell, and finally scanned with my DSLR. By the way, I love the Cheap Shots Challenge. The theme makes it easier to get out and shoot when I'm feeling uninspired. All the best from Joe Baker. So, um, yeah, we've had a lot of uh, cool pictures coming in already, but I'm hoping we're going to get a lot more in as well in the last week because there was a mad dash last night <laughs> as yes. we got close to the end. There, it, um, it, it is tricky. It is tricky to, to sometimes. Uh, I, uh, having avoided the mad dash possibly for the first time ever myself, this, uh, I think I only avoided it because I got the wrong date. <laughs> <laughs> I was th I did think I was in a mad dash it was just that I'd got the date wrong but mm. uh, but thanks jo uh, yeah thanks Joe um do you know what the, so I just to prove that we are recording this late at night when he said when you read out that the Joe was developing at home in Rodnall I thought I've never heard of a place called Rodnall <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh goodness me no but that is genuinely no I'm not making that up as a bad joke it is a bad joke but I'm not making it up because of that I, that's genuinely what went through my head when you read that out. It's possibly time to close the show. It quite yeah. possibly is, yeah. Is. I, yeah, go on. No, I just want to say, we did have one email, which I'm not going to read the email because it doesn't make sense, but um, from Roger Lund. Um, <laughs> and Roger sorry, just, Roger. Yeah, yeah, sorry, no, no, Roger. Yeah, I'm well, sure. no, when, I, when I say it doesn't make much sense, it won't make much sense to read it out um, because Roger was basically getting in touch to try and find out how to get onto the Pixelated Photographer website. Um, he's been trying to sign up on there. And uh, from the email, I suspect the reason he's been struggling is because Chris is kind of winding that down now. Um, but anyway, the long and short of it is Roger wants to have somewhere where he can get in and have conversations about photography film photography and the podcast because he's recently got back into it um so i just wanted to say to roger that good places to go to find far more active conversation than we're on the, the forums in the first place um the Flickr group uh is a good place to go because there are quite a lot of chats going on in the Flickr group on the sunny 16 podcast Flickr group um also facebook as well um 
Rach, you're on Facebook. And there's okay. a few good, really active film photography. Actually, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's more than a few, but the ones that I'm familiar with, um, I know that our friends at Negative Positive have mm-hmm. got a um, very active Facebook group there. Also, Analog Talk, I've got a good active Facebook group there. Um, so Lensless if you're podcast a, as well. Yep, they do. Yeah, the Lensless podcast. They've all, they're all doing the, the, that stuff there. Um, so if you're a Facebook user, I definitely recommend going there because unfortunately a lot of the forums, including Pixel, they've kind of gone the way of the dodo um but if you're not a facebook user then Flickr's a great place to try out um and again a lot of the people we just mentioned i know certainly the lensless podcast has got a Flickr group as well um and they are good places where you don't have to be on facebook you can just go and join up um and yeah get in the conversation there so try that out roger i hope that's helpful good stuff that's actually that that's a that's a nice little way to to get towards the end of the show isn't it so before i do that though uh and almost guaranteed to muck up the close of the show this week because i'm tired um any other business folks probably but i've forgotten if there is it's very late oh um there was one i did mention at the end of um underexposed last week which was to do with the zine and photo book fair that will be happening um in liverpool i believe it's part of the open eye gallery so basically if you google i I don't have it right in front of me at the moment unfortunately but if you uh, google for the open eye gallery and have a little look i believe they're still accepting submissions at the moment so as i said at the end of the show last week um it'd be really nice to see some of our listeners work because i know there's some listeners have got some fantastic work out there and already in zines and things that you can submit your work to that or your your zine or what have you and um uh, it's like a full day kind of event fair um thing where you can go along and have a little look at other photo books and zines and other artists sounds like fun fun. okay all right well i don't think i have anything else to add so that is uh the end of this week's show uh, you can get in touch with us on our new website. As Graham said, it is sunny16podcast.com and there is a contact button. Uh, you could get in touch with us on Instagram, uh, which is mostly Graham. Twitter, which actually at the moment is more Graham than me. Uh, Graham seems to be uh, infiltrating in some sort of guerrilla warfare kind of way, our Twitter feed. So if, if you notice anything that is irreverent and, and more, humorous <laughs> than, more humorous than usual, it might be that you've stumbled across one of Graham tweets rather than mine <laughs> if you've been insulted it was probably me let's put well, it I, like wasn't, I wasn't gonna go there i was <laughs> genuinely i wasn't gonna go there i was so you'd be providing some light relief you know to an otherwise <laughs> serious twitter channel um facebook rach uh, sunny 16 podcast or of course you can email us and please do email us your cheap shots challenge photographs uh sunny 16 podcast at gmail.com that will keep graham busy over the coming weekend uh, to make sure that we are in a position to record the show where well sadly rach won't be with us because you'll be away won't you rach i will next week yeah mm. i'm afraid so but so, at least we'll have our pictures to remember her by, won't we, Rach? Mm-hmm. Remember, remember what remember what we did to Aid when Aid didn't turn up with pictures? You know we will do that to you if you don't. So uh, well, my no, what's this wee be, business? I won't. <laughs> all right, remember what I did to Aid. 
<laughs> I do, I do. How could I forget? Okay, well, good stuff. Well, I tell you what, then, uh, that is us done for this week. It has been a joy and a pleasure and a privilege to speak to you all. We will be back next week with the Cheap Shots Challenge uh, show, which is going to be awesome. And we will now play you out with Promises I Should Have Kept uh, by Rocha. Uh, on, available on Spotify, Amazon or iTunes. Uh, thank you very much and goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.